Welcome to Finding Your Motivation here with Steve Stasek. I am with Leader Speakers. Leader Speakers is a public speaking training and presentation skills company where we help people not only not, not only get over their fear of public speaking, but we help speakers that do have the ability to get up in front of an audience become more proficient and effective speakers by being able to persuade their audiences. In any case, uh, this is a once again another segment of finding your, finding your motivation. And tonight, we are going to talk about how you can become a fearless speaker, actually a, a better speaker, in front of audiences by reducing some things that make you nervous or unconfident or feel like you're just an inept at public speaking. And what I'm going to do basically is I'm going to go through ten public speaking tips. And I'm going to tell you, this isn't going to be the cure-all, you know, to really get to be, get to be a good speaker, you have to take some public speaking training. And, but in the interim, uh, this does help. These tips actually do help. We teach these in our trainings, in our classes, in our workshops. But I got to tell you, knowing just a few little tricks, little twists and turns here, you can actually become a more confident speaker just by knowing a few things that affect you when you get up in front of an audience. Now, there's a lot of reasons people um, have an issue speaking in front of an audience and everybody's different. Um, they may not be confident with material. They may not have rehearsed the material. They may not have a plan, an actual planned out, hard planned presentation when they go up to speak. And that seems to be an issue with a lot of people. I've talked with a lot of people and asked them, I guess, you could call it, interviewed them and found out why they don't like speaking in front of audiences because the majority of people do not like speaking in front of audiences. Now they would, they say they would if they would be more confident. And then there's people just flat out do not like to speak in front of audience. But everybody has a time and an occasion that they knew need to get in front of an audience. I will tell you that a lot of companies will promote somebody that has better presentation skills, okay? That has good presentation skills. It's a very good asset to have. And um, once again, but in any case, let's get on with the uh, public speaking tips because these will help you folks. These public speaking tips will help you become more of a fearless speaker. The first one I'm gonna talk about is 90% of your nervousness doesn't show to the audience. Now. When do you get the most nervous speaking in front of a crowd? Yep, right before you get on stage because you want your presentation to go right, you want to look right, you want to feel confident. But it all happens in the first few minutes when you're up on stage. That is when you have the, uh, when you're measuring up, when you're looking at the audience, you're stepping up in front of the audience. So there's a lot of tension, a lot of nervousnesses, and a lot of apprehension. If, you know, how you're going to be perceived, how you're going to be accepted, all that wonderful stuff. <laughs> okay, so realizing that 90% of your nervousness doesn't show in front of the audience will cut your nervousness in half. I guarantee it. And here's, here's a couple of tricks. Just so you can, so it'll validate what I'm talking about. Now, can the audience see that you have a nervous stomach? No. And that's one of the main things. That's A lot of people have an issue with that. They also, have, they also think the audience can see 
the thought streaming through their head, the thought process when they're speaking. No, they can't see that. Okay. They can't see her heart racing. They can't see her sweaty palms unless you hold them right smack dab out in front of them. No, they can't. The only thing that they could probably see is if your hands are trembling or if you got to a point where you were stuttering and stammering in your speech. Now, the next two tips are going to take care of that one because the reason people stammer and stutter is because they want to recite. The, they think they can nail the presentation by reciting the presentation word for word or memorizing it, but it's not true. We've all tried to do that, but what happens? Yes, then you're going to end up stammering and stuttering. stuttering. Well, let's finish out this 90% uh, of your nervousness. So the thing to realize is stand up in front of your audience when you first get up there and look into the crowd on the onset of your presentation. And then the first few minutes of it, look into the crowd and you'll see the audience. You'll realize the audience doesn't recognize any nervous of your nervousness because most of it's internally. So 90% of it doesn't show. Once you realize that, once you accept it, once you see it and experience it for yourself, That'll take the edge off when you get out, get up in front of your presentation. Now, I've got another tip that's going to help you at, um, on the onset of your presentation, but that's public speaking tip number four. <clears throat> so once again, now we're going to we're going on to public speaking tip number two, and that is right. Do not try to recite your presentation or or recite it word for word. It'll kill you. It'll kill you guys. You know, what you want to do, the trick here is when most presentations are done by PowerPoint. Now, less is more on the on the um, on the PowerPoint slides. But all you got to all you got to have is a few points up there. When you see the points, you'll remember what your presentation You'll remember what the next line is, the next, you know, where you're going next. So you won't have to worry about word for word. And if you don't have a, a PowerPoint, just go ahead and write these little couple points down on a little, you know, little piece of paper, a little note card, what have you. And that'll help you get through your presentation, all right? Okay, public speaking tip number three. And number three is, guess what, guys? The presentation is about you, it's about the audience. You gotta think about that. Now, I know we have the tendency because we were nervous upon, on the stage to think about ourselves because we wanna have a great performance. But you know what, focus on the audience. It'll take the focus off you. It'll take the stress off you. It'll take the tension off you. It'll take the fo your focus on your of yourself off you. And when you're focusing on the audience, you'll think less of yourself in a certain sense. And then you'll be, you know, of course, you'll be uh, less apprehensive, less ner less nervous, all that wonderful stuff. Langs, less less anxious. Wow, try to spit one that one out. Okay, now public speaking tip number four. Here is one of my favorite ones, because when you are preparing for your presentation, you want to get there when you're setting up for your presentation, anywhere, wherever your venue is, you want to make sure to get there an hour, an hour and a half before the presentation starts, depending how long it's going to be and how much, how much you have to set up. You want to make sure if you have any paraphernalia, it's all laid out. You want to make sure if you're using a projector, computer, what have you, that all that stuff is working. I've witnessed people getting in jams before when they really didn't uh, check their, when they didn't check their equipment and they're given a presentation that doesn't work. That will really make you nervous. That'll screw you up for sure. So <clears throat> the other thing too is getting there. Just think about it. You're getting there an hour and a half before your audience is, right? 
So being that you're going to be there way before they get there, right before the way before the audience gets there, you're going to feel like that room is yours. So you're really going to create, um, you're really going to feel comfortable and confident because they're, it's like they're coming into your house. So it does two things, getting early, getting there early. It gives you certain familiarity and confidence with your venue. And you want to make sure it gives you time to lay all your paraphernalia out and make sure your equipment's working properly and all that wonderful stuff. So arriving early is the key. I've been in situations before where we had uh, timed seminars and for one reason or another, the person I was doing the presentation with, I've done presentations where we've had to, had to have a person in the front of the room, in the back of the room, and they were late getting out of the hotel. We got there late and guess what? You know, you only got like 45, when you have only a half an hour to get ready, that puts a lot of pressure on you. So getting there an hour and a half early, that's my rule of thumb. It's what you want to do. Okay, next public speaking tip. And this is a good one. Now, this serves two different purposes here, folks. I'm going to tell you, when you're given a presentation, I was speaking with somebody the other day, and they were talking about um, how to focus on the audience. They said, well, I focus on, you know, find a couple of people. I said, no, don't do that. Do not ever focus on a couple of people for two different reasons. Number one, your audience will feel left out if you're not panning the audience, scanning and panning the audience. You've got to look at everybody. So you start right and go left and then left back, you know, back and forth. Okay. Not in a quick jerky manner, but in a nice, even manner. Back and forth. So everybody feels like they are getting the same attention. Have you ever been to a seminar before where you felt like the speaker wasn't connecting with you or talking to you or looking at you? Yeah, you feel you get disinterested and you get disconnected. The other thing it does too is if you're nervous up there, search for a friendly and receptive face. Now, I did say pan the audience, but search for those friendly and receptive faces when you're doing that too. That'll give you the confidence that your presentation is being well received. And thirdly, if that's a word, I think it is, you're maintaining contact once again with the audience, scanning back and forth. That's very important. Okay, public speaking tip. Well, that would be a uh, public speaking tip number six, I guess. Okay. Oh, Mr. Deep Breaths. Well, Deep Breaths is public speaking tip number five. So if any time during a presentation you feel like that you're getting a little tense or uptight, um, it happens, obviously. You can take a couple of deep breaths. And I'm not talking about big, gaping, deep breaths. I'm just talking about just deep breaths like that. It releases oxygen to the brain, okay? And it'll sell your system down, okay? Now, the next public speaking tip is very crucial. A lot of people don't do this. Some people that have spoken for years don't even do this, and it drives me crazy. I left the expletive out there. This is hands, gestures, body language. Do you know that body language is actually... Body language and vocal variety are 92% of your presentation. The words are only 7%. Only 7%. So you want to make sure that your body language is up to par here, folks. And what that means is dropping your hands. Don't bring your hands up and tent them together. Don't stick them in your pockets. Don't put them on your waist. 
there's a big, it was the hardest habit for me to break is dropping my hands. You want to put them somewhere because it's a little security, um, it's a little security thing. But the best thing to do is if you feel a little nervous, you just start gesturing, you start moving your hands around. It goes along with your presentation. Okay. So, and it also shows confidence. When I see a presenter with a pen in their hand or, you know, any other kind of crutch, it detracts from their confidence. I mean, I'm just looking at them going, you know, they, they've got, it's just an unconscious thing. So gesturing, keeping your hands down. I mean, I'm not talking straight down at your side, but you want to have them up where you're, um, you know, just a little bit above your waist and, and, and ready to gesture because body language is huge, 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 huge. You're going to need those hands for the body language. Okay. And once again, while we're on this, while we're in this vein, um, vocal variety. So if I sat here and gave the presentation in this presentation like this, hi, I'm Steve Stazak. The next tip we're going to have is going to be um, dropping your hands. Okay. You got to have some energy and enthusiasm here, folks. You got to punch those words out. Pausing like I just did there works really well too. Not in that instance, but. Um, in certain instances, pausing at the right time really works well. Really gives your presentation meaning. Okay. Come across very well. Okay. So, um, yeah. Dropping the hands, body language, vocal variety. Vocal variety is huge. Is you're talking, you're, you're relating. It's almost like you're talking one-on-one. -on -one. And that's how you want to be when you're giving a presentation in front of an audience. You want to make sure that you're talking to them like you're talking to someone one-on-one. -on -one. It should be easy for most people. Because they say they, they, they have a, it's easy for them to talk one-on-one. -on -one. So just make pretend you're talking to one-on-one. -on -one. The audience is one collective uh, entity. All right, next um, point here next uh, tip is and this one's huge too <clears throat> so i spent a year and a half doing working for a stem cell clinic or stem cell company rather they had clinics around the country i used to do stem cell educational seminars as you can imagine my first i don't know few 10 seminars really didn't come off too professional because I had to take a little while. I shouldn't say professional, but my credibility probably wasn't, you know, 90 or hundred percent. So I was just starting out. I was just getting to know the material. Why well, was I up there dispensing the material? You've got to get up sometime. I learned the material and I went up there, but you got to take it slow. Now I got really good at ice. I got to know the material really well. So I was building up credibility with that product especially stem cells, because they're controversial. So um, by the time I got, like I said, a few months down the road, a bunch of seminars under my belt, I had people from the audience asking me if I was a doctor or medical professional. That's how I knew I had the credibility. Credibility and authority sells, folks. When you come off credible, your presentation or your talk or your speech, what have you, works. So know your material even if you're not familiar with if, if you're doing a new subject you want to know that backwards and forwards and come off 
like a professional, like you're in that industry. And that sells the audience. Okay, next one is, and I mentioned this a couple of seconds ago, but it's energy and enthusiasm. I gotta tell you, if you've ever seen, and I know you folks have seen them out there, these event, these televangelists, you can be flipping through the TV like I do sometimes, and you see these guys. It's something that I'm not necessarily gonna watch for five or you know, 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes. So that's something I really focus on. I respect it, but it's not something I'm gonna watch. But when I'm flipping through and I see that those folks, those evangelists, those televangelists with their energy and enthusiasm, I just stop because I want to know what they're saying. Unconsciously, my mind just stops because it's going, wow, what is this guy selling? I want to know what he's selling. And that's what you need to do when you're doing a presentation, when you're giving a presentation. You want that, you want that energy and enthusiasm because it's contagious. If you've got energy and enthusiasm, people are going to, their minds are going to be inquired. They're going to go, oh my God, what's he saying? What's he saying? He's so excited about it that they're going to want to hear it. So energy and enthusiasm is huge. Show it. Okay, public speaking tip number 10. Now, this may sound elementary, but practicing your presentation is huge. And I'm sure most people do. But, you know, when you practice your presentation, it's, you just don't want to do the old school way of doing it, um, talking in front of a mirror by yourself. You want to make sure that you've got a little bit of an audience, or at least, you know, one, two, or three people, one at the least, or I, I would say two, because you got the semblance of an audience. It's going to take a little bit of edge off when you get out in front of your crowd during your presentation in front of the big audience, because at least you're going to have a couple people in front of you. It still has an effect on you. And it gives you the opportunity for feedback. And that's what you want. So when you're giving your presentation, when you're practicing in front of, uh, you know, your friends, your relatives, what have you, significant other or others, <laughs> what have you, um, your kids, at least you've got a little bit of a semblance of audience and they will be able to give you feedback. And that's great. And it's constructive. Because when you get up on the stage, then you'll know you know your pre you've done or what your presentation is going to come out well, because you can correct some things before you get up on stage. So, we went through ten public speaking tips here. I guarantee, out of these ten public speaking tips, there's two or three or four of these that'll help you become more um, confident and competent. More importantly, competent when you give your next presentation. I really hope this helped. And uh, we will be back next week. Typically, I've got a co-host here, but I decided to do this one myself this evening. Uh, so in any case, hope everybody gets something out of this. Once again, it's Leaders Speakers is, the, uh, is my company. We host this show. You can go to leaderspeakers.com. I've got videos on there. I've got lots of articles and blogs that will help you become or give you some insight into being a better speaker. It'll give you knowledge on how to be a better speaker. And this goes along with sales too. This, is just, this isn't just giving um, you know, public speaking in front of audiences. You've got smaller audiences in sales too. You may even get, have to give a sales presentation in front of a small groups too. In any case, this is definitely, when I first, when I was introduced to these tips, 
They help me tremendously. So once again, this show is sponsored by Leader Speakers. That's leaderspeakers.com. And you can find out more of, uh, um, you know, how to become a better speaker. Once again, go into our blogs and articles. Got some videos on there. And um, if you ever want to connect, you can connect on there. And I may be able, I may answer some questions for you. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for listening.